I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime through the power of the internet, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? Connor, I've not had a good day in a while, but I've had a good day today. Oh, now, How so? Let me tell you why. So, uh, first of all, woke up the other day, kettle was shagged. Okay? It wouldn't click on, it wouldn't boil water. But you, for but, our international listeners, shagged is fucked. It's fucked, and fucked is broken. <laughs> yes, um, okay. So, we got a new kettle in the house. And oh, it it's made of glass. Oh my god, glass, the accident's out. Back again. I know. I know, but they say a watched kettle never boils, but I can yeah. say that that's harsh shit because I watch it boil every time because it's goddamn amazing. So you're saying during this global pandemic that you've had a few yeah. bad days, which is understandable. I feel like I'm regressing myself. But the thing that has given you a good day is you've watched a kettle boil. Multiple times. Multiple, Multiple times, times I've done yeah. it. Almost like... Like the blue when it's prob- boiling? Yeah, yeah. One would probably be too many times, really, when you think about it. Anywhere more than one. You, maybe the first one you go, Jeez, that's a very cool feature. After that, leave it. Jeez, transparency is a very cool feature, isn't it? Let's- <laughs> and then you can have your one random fact. Did you know polar bears are transparent? They are not. They are! Jesus, no! They are! Like a fibre optic cable, they are! <laughs> So this is weird news, <laughs> as opposed to I was learning about your kettle exploits. Um, what happens here, Sean? Oh, I've been doing like, weekly updates. <laughs> oh, weekly. Oh, thank you. We'll go, we'll go next week back to you live at the studio. <laughs> it's again <laughs> boiling. <laughs> thank God, not like that old shit kettle <laughs> <laughs> that was shagged. So, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? 
You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world, and you're about to read them all out to me. Now, I've not heard any of these stories, so we're going to just have a little riff on how weird people are. This is true, yes. And normally we end in Florida, because that is the home of all of life's most interesting characters. Colourful characters, I'll say. Rather than Interesting and colourful are two words for them. True. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Other words. Batshit insane. But (laughs) we're starting this week with a bit of a wholesome story. I like a story where there's a hero. And I've kind of changed it up. We don't often get him. Yeah, we're not starting with an idiot. We're starting with a man who stood up when it was important to stand up. And this is an Australian surfer saved his wife from a great white shark attack by leaping on the predator's back and repeatedly punching it until it let go. What the fuck? Okay. Yes. Why is it any time you start a story with Australian man, we have <laughs> a hero? <laughs> and it's always a shark or a it's snake. It's always a lethal animal that he just takes on with no hesitation. there's classes when you're younger in Australia where they're just like, just punch them until they stop biting you. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter has defence against the dark arts, but Australia (laughs) just has defence against Australia. (laughs) Sometimes you need it. Um, One of our patrons, Ryan Evanson, actually sent this on to me on Twitter. So I will thank Thank you for that. Um, If you want to join the Patreon, it's in the link down underneath. Um, But yeah, he sent this on to me and I was just like, we have to cover this hero. I mean, we've had many shark attacks where the people are just... You just react. That, like, the situation just occurs, and you just think, well, it's me v. Shark. And normally Shark wins, but this guy said, no, no, no. Um, so I have an Australian man manage to save his wife from a shark attack by jumping off his surfboard and punching the shark repeatedly surfing. until it what? went away. <laughs> <laughs> Until the shark said, "I'm not, fuck, I'm not doing this." <laughs> he put his fins up. I was like backing away slowly. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Look, dude, dude, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Look, you got me. You got me. Okay, ah, you got me. I'm just trying to have a bit and of the a shark's fun. Friends, okay. The shark's friends are pulling him back, being like, "He's not worth it. He's not worth it." Man. <laughs> no, let me at him. And they're like barely holding him. <laughs> let me at him. No, 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 lad, that's not worth. Not worth. Not worth. The uh, do you know what I'm picturing is do you know at the end of Endgame. Uh, yeah. Drax jumps on an alien's back and is just stabbing. <laughs> Very similar to that. Um, Mark Ratley and his wife Chantelle Doyle were, span- were spending the day at Shelley Beach, um, New South Wales, when the shark... Not Sandy Beach. Um, ...who was described as being Whoa. between 6 and 10 feet attacked Jesus. Doyle and threw her off her surfboard. Um, according to the police. Rapley told the Nine Network he paddled to his wife's board as she tried to climb back up while the shark was grabbing her right calf and biting it. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, that's painful. I've had a cramp in my right calf and I was out of work for a week. For months. You're still out. (laughs) I'm still out. It was January. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're like ringing them up and they're just like no crap is still there and they're like we're dealing with bigger issues now Sean there's things that have happened since you left no I, c- I can't look at the internet it's too bad a cramp <laughs> ah, ah, oh, every time I sit down there's a slight tinge in my calf 
Oh, I could do some stretches, but what if it makes it worse? <laughs> what if it makes it worse? I stretch my other calf every day. One calf is massive. <laughs> It's it's I keep walking in circles. <laughs> You're able to leap, but only off one leg. Um, so it's the superhero takeoff, yeah. It's what, what can you do? So uh, this man, he's pa- he, they're just out surfing one day, and suddenly his wife gets attacked by a shark. He paddles over to her, and they have an interview with this man. And this is why I think he's a hero because the idea of punching a shark repeatedly is it is funny. But also very heroic in this sense, because he says, when you see the mother of your child, and you're a support, and everything, that's who you are, so you just react, he told the channel. Your body reacts to saying, get off, get off, so you start punching it, and you start amazingly thinking where to punch it, and so you're like, I'll just attack the ice, (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) You just start thinking differently, he said. Or whatever. (laughs) Or whatever. (laughs) He tried to kick the shark in the balls at one point. <laughs> he's like going for low jabs into the sternum. And he's like, it's not working. <laughs> the, like, the thing is, this man presumably never has to do anything ever again. And he's ever already again. the best husband to ever exist. Absolute. If he does not bring out the trash on Sunday, I think he has a get out clause. I think it's like he just has to give her a look and go say, it's a lovely calf you have there. Be an awful shame. <laughs> Be an Your awful calf's shame. looking well. <laughs> looking well today there now. Be an awful shame, Chantel, if something were to bite it off. If you know what I mean. Do you remember that time I punched a shark? I punched a shark multiple <laughs> times for you. <laughs> That's in his wedding speech. <laughs> 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 yeah, his like wedding vows are just him boasting about the time that he punched a shark over and over again, just in different forms. But I, yeah, I like the interview with him where he's like, "You don't think, you just react, and you start thinking where best to punch a shark." <laughs> Remember, this shark is six to ten feet long, which is about three meters, yeah. two to three meters. Yeah, like, and that's that's like the caveman part of his brain activated. And it was yeah. just like, weak points. I'm just looking for weak points. I think anyone would have that where, like, you have a loved one and they're getting attacked by some. You don't think you're just like, okay, I need to stop the attack. I don't know how, but somehow. But to have this, yeah. uh, to, to have the thought process to paddle over and just fucking jump into a water, which I will say, I don't think this is a bowl call. Water is mostly a shark's terrain. I think you're going to his home <laughs> turf if you start attacking a shark in the water. That that's true. It's it's like uh, fighting aliens on the moon, you know. That's very similar. The exact same. <laughs> exact same, in fact, true. Except but also, aliens are shark. real. <laughs> Sharks are <laughs> mythical, <laughs> mythical creatures. The um. Like, but the thing about a shark's skin is that it's smooth in one direction, but on the other side, like, if you stroke it one way, smooth as glass. If you stroke it the other way, it's like shards of glass sticking into right. you. It's really rough. 
So you have to punch it a very certain way, or as this man correctly did, go straight for the ice. He just says in the interview, you just start thinking where to punch it, and so you're like, I'll just attack the eye, or whatever. (laughs) Or whatever is the most Australian phrase to use for, I punched a shark until it fucked off. This is, he's he's a legitimate hero. And it's yeah. an insane story. It's the perfect yeah. combo, and it's the perfect way to start not weird o- news. I not think. only, not only this, but he then helped her ashore. At which point, bystanders on the beach assisted with first aid before medics airlifted her to the hospital, where she required surgery. And um, they had an interview with another person there, and they said this fella paddled over and jumped off his board and onto the shark and hit it to get it to release her, and then assisted her back to the beach. Pretty full on, really heroic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was his friend who was like he was trying to get the shift off his wife. <laughs> yeah. Have you met Steve? Um, also, he's punched a shark once. He's punched a shark. He punched a shark to save you, actually. Oh, yeah. do you remember it's... when he punched a shark for you? Go on, give him a kiss. Go on there now, huh? Yeah, go yeah. Go on there. Oh, jeez. It's your anniversary tonight, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Ah, but it is. It, ah, it is. The anniversary of today, he saved you from a shark attack. It's, it's somebody's anniversary today. You might as well celebrate it yourselves. You know, is it, look, look, lads, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I don't think he needs a friend to big him up. I just, I love the fact they interviewed him and he was just like, I don't know, I just punched it until it fucked off. Like, how many times do you have to punch a shark in the eyes until it gets the message of release? But, like, have you ever tried to punch underwater? Like, you're slowed immediately. Oh my god, I just remembered. There's a weird news that I have not added into this week's show. But a Russian dude broke a world record for doing 76 deadlifts or uh, bench presses underwater. (laughs) How much is he pressing? <laughs> I, I don't think it matters if you're underwater. It could literally be five pounds. That's yeah. I suppose you are doing a breath hold at that point as well. Mm. Yeah. The um, oh yeah. I, f- people don't know. You don't just like take the first eight stories or so that you find. You do a lot of oh, editing on weird news. And I, I have appreciate seen, the hell out of that. I have seen stories, Sean, that you would not believe. <laughs> The amount of times I've seen husband kills wife, but he's dressed as a doll. (laughs) It's like, no, that's not funny. Somebody's dead. (laughs) It's like the one rule of weird news is that look, there's no death. Okay. I think that's a good rule for life. (laughs) It is. We can all maintain that throughout our life. No fucking death today. That's all, that's my one rule. Just tone it down, and if no. you hear about a death, just don't say anything. Don't okay? say nothing, don't even acknowledge it. Um, right, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is a story that I was very tempted not to throw in. And it's because I don't want to come across mean, right? It's, okay. We're going to have to walk a line here, Sean. But at the like same Johnny time. Like Johnny Cash himself. I know for a fact that this headline is going to make you laugh. So here's here we go. Chinese okay, man's big belly most. saves him from falling down well. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Was it a really big belly or a really small well? <laughs> a bit of both, Sean. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I so predictable? 
Have you ever seen the episode of The Simpsons when Homer gets really, really big and then has to yeah. press the Annie key? Yeah, it's exactly it's, what I'm thinking of. It's that. It is that. <laughs> was it the same kind of like hijinks that set up him getting such a big belly? Or was it um, just, he just I has a big belly? Also, this news report is so mean because it opens with an overweight Chinese man <laughs> found his big belly you to be a lifesaver. You could have just said, ch- you could have just said, man. <laughs> you could have just said, man. A big fat fucker found his big belly to be <laughs> huge. So he was. Oh, I cannot even describe the level of mass. Um, so <laughs> an overweight Chinese man found his big belly to be a lifesaver after it got wedged in a well and stopped him falling down, according to officials. Now remember, Sean, we're walking this line, so bear with me. Um, the 28-year-old, only identified as Lou, got trapped in his family. Family's well, after breaking through wood that had been used to cover it, cover it in his hometown, um, but the fire service reported sorry, this. Sorry, anyway. this yeah, is the on. plot of Batman Begins. I was just thinking that as well. Yes, it's a combination of <laughs> Batman Begins and the Annie Key. Yes, yes. I think that um, this reporter just watched uh, Disney <laughs> Plus for the weekend. An official fire service video clip shared on social media showed rescuers arriving last Friday as the shirtless man waited patiently with his arms crossed while in the well. <laughs> Are you going to do something about this, lads? His arms crossed and he's shirtless. Why was he shirtless going into the well? Was he going for a swim? Do you think he? Do you think he was shirtless going in, or it would be a terrible idea to remove the shirt once he got stuck? Because like, what if there was only like a millimeter in it in him getting out, and you remove that layer of clothing, and he just fell? I mean that. I don't know if a millimeter would be the like the clincher in that situation. Maybe not. Unless he was trying to maybe like use the shirt as a signal. To see, like, to maybe he, could he? What I'm asking here, Connor, could he yeah. fashion his shirt into some kind of rudimentary kite to signal I think, for help? I think he is MacGyver. Also, it would be have to <laughs> apparently. I think, like, I think it would have to be a large, a rather large kite. I don't know if that's how kites work. <laughs> that you're just stuck somewhere and you put up a kite and it makes you float out. This is um, uh, one of my childhood stories, is that uh, I've never successfully flown a kite, uh, but I I ran the length. Nobody has. Nobody has. But I ran the length of like, and now it's probably like 150 metres or so, but I I sprinted as a kid trying to get a kite to take off uh, (laughs) before I realised that I was just pulling string behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Where was the kite? Oh, the kite was where I started. Oh, it was a very the, long the kite was still spring. there. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was the kite was still there, and it was fishing line I was working with. <laughs> you had enough lines to get you to London, but you you just had just enough for that. How two hundred and fifty feet? One hundred and fifty feet of line in this kite. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a very, it was a regular. Okay, so we got a kite. I think the kite came in a magazine or something, but it, didn't, yeah. it came with like two feet of rope. So I was like, that won't work. So I said no, to my granddad, "Listen, have you any long rope?" And he had fishing light or catgut. Well, well, grandson, I have the world's longest piece of thread. 
Just for you. And then he... I just... I, I see, I, and then I, like... I was running, but you obviously you can't see the fishing line as you're going because it's clear. So I yeah, thought I'd turn around gets, yeah. and I'd see this kite like a hundred feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked up and then I just cast my gaze downwards. Yeah, it would be one of those moments where you, you're like, oh, maybe it's only 50 feet in the air. Maybe it's only 25 feet in the air. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the saddest thing about that is not me seeing the kite on the ground 150 feet away. Other people see you see the up kite. the line. <laughs> oh no! Oh Jesus! <laughs> on the way back, it's like trying to wire back up a yo-yo, but just at a bit at a more extreme oh. level. Is there a more severe level of failure than winding <laughs> up a yo-yo? <laughs> yes, this kite story. No, that's not sad at all. Anyone who had that happen to them is real cool. All your stories involve you running, falling, or being in grave danger. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes me such an interesting person to be around. <laughs> but, John, we've gone off the big belly Chinese man that overweight found his big belly lifesaver story. In this man was on a plank of wood, fell through the well, and got stuck. Um, the fire service has estimated his initial weight at 500 pounds, but the newspaper has other reports that say he was closer to 300 pounds. Um, either yeah, way, the force have... That's margin of error. Either way, the force have... And this is, this is the bit that really made me laugh. The force has told the man and the newspaper that he only survived because he was too fat. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> They could have come up with any reason. They could have said, oh, God wants you to live. <laughs> ah, jeez, no. But no, I think at that point, if you've been stuck in the well for a few hours, with your arms crossed shirtless, I don't think, I don't think you can get any lower. Well, actually, no, he probably could have, well, but he, he was too fat, apparently. Physically, <laughs> physically well, he couldn't go. Only way was up for him. What if he wasn't actually stuck and he was just standing on the bucket at, like, the perfect level? <laughs> At the perfect level. Like, did you ever see a headline and I just can imagine it in my head? But I think, then I'm, I had the funniness of imagining, like, in The Simpsons, when it, like, has the shot from underneath and you just see his legs dangling. <laughs> that, yeah, that, as soon as you said it, I was picturing, like, Homer in the Moo Moo. Just being like, what's the any key? <laughs> So, um, yes, a Chinese man was saved from falling down a well this week by the fact that he might have just been a rather on the large side. We're not, that, there's nothing wrong with that, but this newspaper has clearly come down on one side of the fence here in regards that it very much, also the firefighters telling him he was too fat is a bit harsh. It, 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 it is, but I'm also, like, thing is, what's important in this story is that he's alive. And that's why yeah. we're talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is 56-year-old Pokemon Go trader arrested for assaulting 55-year-old Pokemon Go trader. Oh, this is interesting, because I, 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 I'm in a local Pokemon Go group, as it goes. Are you uh, still? So, Yeah, yeah, man, it's great. It's gotten better as it's, got, as it's like... Age. It's now, like a you, fine wine, you kn- Pokemon Go. You know me, Sean. 
I'm I'm a Pokemon man. You know, you got me Pokemon Emeralds for Christmas. That was my big present. I, and I did. I'm all about I'm all about that. I love Pokemon. I never once for one second played Pokemon Go. Re- I can't. I see. I think you get really into it. Is the thing. Yeah. See, now, Scrabble is, is the only one for me so far. You have mentioned you're a Scrabble fiend already. Yeah, I'm a Scrabble yeah. fiend. Seventy-one game winning streak currently running. But Connor, I could give you so many shinies from Pokemon Go, you wouldn't believe. Like, if you just got an account, I'd trade them to you. We could be great friends. <laughs> no, I would turn on you. I would turn on you so quick. I don't think that's built into the game, the ability oh, to I'd turn figure on it people. Out. I, I, I'd fucking edit it in. <laughs> I hacked it. <laughs> I hacked the mainframe, and I'm taking your Pokemon. No, oh, you become Team Rocket in game. <laughs> oh, I would, I would. Um, well, so then I can understand why these two men were fighting. <laughs> so on August tenth, um, the police have arrested Kento Sato on suspicion of assaulting a fifty-five-year-old acquaintance who was seated inside his compact car. <clears throat> Sato was accused of grabbing the man by his chest through the window of his car and damaging his side-view mirror by kicking it in frustration. Um, the cause Fuck. of the dispute was said to have been the smartphone game Pokemon Go. Both men were competing for control of the same gym with their respective collections of magical monsters when things got heated between the 56 and 55 year old men. Okay. Well, look, that is serious. I've, 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 this, okay, when I say it like this, it's odd. But I've stayed at the same place for half an hour because someone kept healing their Pokemon as I was trying to take over the gym. (laughs) So I just hung around and hassled them, really. And it was weird. It was a primary school. Like, there was loads of kids around. It was just a bit strange. Oh, I'm doing the gym. Oh, the gym's here. (laughs) just uh, the principal comes out to me no Jim I'm just here for Jim (laughs) and there's like a little kid called Jim in the background Jim go back inside (laughs) there's nothing for you here man Jim lock yourself inside (laughs) (laughs) Um, this altercation may have been the result of tensions brewing over a long period of time it says as both men admitted to having known each other for a few years after meeting through the game. So they're rivals. They've, one of them is Ash Ketchum and one of them is Gary Oak. That's what's Gary going Oak. on here. Finally, now, I don't a think drop for Gary Oak. About time, but I don't think yeah. that Ash ever kicked the side view mirror off of Gary Oak's car. <laughs> Just integration. Uh, all that Ash did was make Gary Oak's grandfather like him more. Yeah, that's it. But to be fair, Gary was a bit of a dick. If anyone doesn't know, Gary Oak is my Twitter name. <laughs> like, I've, had, I've had that name for years. Yeah, Gary Oak is a bit of a dick, actually. Yeah, I think one time, like when I was 20, I think one of the guys changed his name to Ash Ketchum. Because he liked Pokemon, and I just changed it to Gary Oak, but I just never changed it back. And I just think it's a really weird gag that, like, 95% of the people do not get it, and then the 5% are like, oh, he's a dickhead. I'm like, yes, no, just, you are correct. Self-aware dickhead. Now, <laughs> yeah, Connor, are you saying... No, but while your name on Twitter might be Gary Oak, 
Your actual Twitter handle is at Con Lawler, correct? Oh, come on. Would you stop? Yes, um, just, that is true. But the name is Gary York. I just plugged your Twitter. It's fine. No, I'm not going to plug yours, though. <laughs> come on. No one can spell gonna, my name. I was going to, like, I was going to be silent. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, thanks for that there now, Sean. Okay, moving on. Uh, oh, sound, lad. <laughs> That's really nice. At Sean Meehan. That is really nice of oh, you. Um, you did it, lads. However, however, if I had to play armchair criminal profiler, this sounds like someone who is probably using golden raspberries to constantly heal their defending Pokemon at the last moment. Because yeah. they say that crap can be downright infuriating, Sean. But what's happened That's here is... That's why I was there for half an hour. At the school, principal. Leave me Not alone. Not at a school. Um, it was a local cafe. <laughs> <laughs> just standing beside this couple on a date. <laughs> sorry, lads. Just can, can, sorry, lads. Can I sit down here, lads? Just really either of you play Pokemon? Can you help me? Just do you any of you have raspberries? Just uh, really quickly. Um, but golden raspberries do heal your Pokemon. Apparently, it is rumored yeah. that this fifty-five-year-old man was using them to constantly heal his Pokemon as fifty-six-year-old Kento Sato tried to get the gym. And the two men in their 50s ended up nearly beating the shit out of each other due to the fact that this gym just meant too much. Well, like, it depends on the gym. You see, see, as you're in the gym, right, you earn coins, which you can use to buy things. Uh, mm. and But you can also buy coins with real money. So, in a way, he's stealing money from this man. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, so like, it's, it's, you know, it's... It's worth you can earn a maximum of fifty coins per day, which equates to fifty cent. So you know, if you want to kick a man, man's wing mirror off, <laughs> he used mi- wing mirror kick. It was super effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fighting type move. <laughs> yes, that's all I wanted to do for this story. But I can see me and you being these old men when we're older. Oh, definitely. Just trying to one-up yeah. each other. Like, I imagine they're going to be great friends after this, but now they'll be bond- they just need It a says minute. they've had a rivalry for years. Do you think they've so been fighting me. for a long time? I, I'm, well, it depends how long a time you're talking. Like, do you think it's from birth and it's just yeah, Pokemon no, Go they, has been my the head impetus for it to finally kick off? In my head, it's the plot of Megamind. Like, they're both just born to be against each other. Oh, Megamind's so good. Oh, it's a good movie. Okay, uh, People go watch Megabyte. Can we do that for, like, a uh, Lazarus Pit someday? Oh, we would be just sitting there going, oh, that's great. Oh, that oh, is that's great, a, too. That's a class movie. <laughs> that's, that's a good movie. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is Snowing Cocoa. Chocolate Factory Glitch. Dust Swiss Town in Cocoa. This is not the first time we've had a Swiss town involved in a chocolate escapade. No, there was the chocolate factory exploded and then like it started leaking chocolate onto the streets. Yeah, but this one sounds much more magical. Yeah. Um, the Lint Factory has offered to the pay for cleanup costs. It's a Lint Factory, Sean. Yeah, this is, this is oh, fancy stuff. That's good chocolate. That's actual Th- that's, good chocolate. Oh, that's Christmas chocolate. If you ask me, that's Christmas chocolate. That that yeah, that is like Christmas and funeral chocolate. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, residents of a Swiss town got a bit of a shock when it started snowing particles of a fine cocoa powder after the ventilation system at a chocolate factory malfunctioned. Um, the Lindt company confirmed local reports on Tuesday that there was a minor defect in the cooling ventilation for a line that roasted cocoa nibs in its factory in Olten, which is between Zurich and Basel. Um, the nibs, fragments of crushed cocoa beads, are the basis of chocolate. Um, combined with strong winds on Friday morning, the powder spread around the immediate vicinity of the factory, leaving a fine cocoa dusting that is almost like cocoa snow. I like how the rest of the world is dealing with, as you call it, the global bastard. Mm. But Switzerland, it's raining <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> right. What deal have they made with the devil? I don't Are understand. They- yeah, like, are they the only ones who are going to, like, survive at the end of this and the Swiss will inherit the earth? <laughs> They're even neutral when it's only them. What the fuck? It's just them. It's just <laughs> them. Like, they get all the good shit. <laughs> How are they neutral at a global bastard scenario? It's a pandemic, but it's just fine. Oh, it respects borders, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alliance. They made a deal with it. (laughs) They made a deal with it. It's the only way. 2020 has been such a shit year for everyone. And then when it doesn't, when you think it can't get any worse, you had those murder hornets in America for a while. There's going to be serious flooding hurricanes. We also have the whole thing going on that you know yourself. But the fact that we all have to go through this, and then Swiss. The Swiss news comes out and goes, Oh, it's so bad. We've had chocolate snow. I'll tell you something. It makes me outraged. It makes me suspicious that they have made a deal with some sort of either higher power of some sort that says, Here, leave us be. Leave us be here now. Because the thing is, if you were to like engineer a situation with some kind of god that it rains chocolate specifically in Switzerland... Of course you'd use the lint factory to cover it up. Of course you would. That's, as we've said, funeral chocolate. It's funeral chocolate. And what kind, what kind, Connor, of ventilation system is connected to the cocoa processing centre? Yeah. No, I'm suspicious on the whole thing. I think they did this as a, as a, maybe a marketing ploy for the greatness of Switzerland in these trying times. Look, all I'm saying... I, for one, welcome our new Swiss overlords. <laughs> if they're bringing chocolate snow, I'm all about it. Oh, go, I'll follow you to it. death, sir. <laughs> you tell me there's going to be snow made of chocolate, I'll say. I'll run into any battle for you. Don't I you I won't worry. even ask for proof. <laughs> Um, yeah, the company says one car was lightly coated and that it has offered to pay for any cleaning needed, but it hasn't yet been taken up on the offer. Um, factory <laughs> production was able to continue as normal and the company says the particles were completely harmless to people or the environment. I mean, it's chocolate. I don't know how harmful it would be in nor- in any other way either. Well, if anything, they're in danger of being too delicious. Yeah. Ooh, too sweet. Nom nom nom. I won't eat my dinner with all this chocolate I'm having. Oh, but it's Switzerland. For dinner we have gold. <laughs> no, Toblerone. It has to be Toblerone. Oh, Toblerone. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Fuck, I love a Toblerone. Toblerone or knives? 
Toblerone are knives. Yeah, Swiss Army knives are Toblerones. <laughs> that's what it like uses. I was thinking because it's like serrated, using a Toblerone to cut bread or some shit. No. <laughs> Toblerones are meant to be shaped like the Alps, aren't they? Yeah, like well, like yeah, but they're, but they're all perfectly in line. Are they, yeah, I've I don't think the Alps are. I've been it's to the Alps. If you look they're at it from a certain direction. <laughs> I don't think there's how many triangles are in a Toblerone? Ten? I don't think there's ten equal mountains directly in a row. Sean, you don't have to say it again. I'm already writing the letter to Lind. Just to ask <laughs> what the story is. <laughs> Firstly, how dare you? Secondly, <laughs> Secondly bring that snow to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're moving on to Tennessee. Um, DMV sends Tennessee woman ID with photo of empty chair, not her face. Is it still valid? Is my question. Uh, no. Uh, driver's license photos aren't always the best but when a Tennessee woman received her new ID the picture was perfect for a furniture store Sean (laughs) oh boys oh oh, Jesus Um, lads Jade Dodd renewed her license online and received it last week but to her surprise the photo wasn't a photo of her it only showed an empty chair that she assumedly had already sat in before the photo was taken This sounds like okay. Um, in college, one time I had to make like a little, like one minute ad kind of a thing uh, okay. as a video project. But uh, I ended up that I when I pressed record, I actually stopped recording. So every time after that, like the only thing I recorded was me moving the camera in between shots. That that is such a you story because I have seen how you turn on and off a microphone and that is also Fuck you. a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really unfair. <laughs> what was the episode a few weeks ago? Was it what happened there now, Sean? That movie Mondays. Oh, we we, I, fuck, we did a special episode on a Tuesday instead. Special episode! <laughs> special episode, You, so you have a history. You have a history. It's not a one-off. You have a history of click and record and then go about your business. I think instead of a small button, I need, like, a big lever on a wall that I can see <laughs> clearly whether it's up or down. And when you pull it down, it creaks. Right, now we're recording. Okay. It creaks and it makes like a small cut on the back of my hand. So I can easily <laughs> say, oh, the blood is fresh. It's good. <laughs> you are recording, Sean. You are recording, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man, I still feel so bad about it. <laughs> we wasted 45 minutes of our life. <laughs> um, the lady at the DMV did not really believe me when I was like, hey, I need my license fixed, Don said. Then she looked it up in the system and goes, oh, I need my manager for this. <laughs> they'd ever seen anything like this before. I'm going to need to send this one to the boys in the lab. <laughs> I don't mean to alarm you, manager, but this woman has turned into a chair. No, I... no, you're not getting it. No, you're not getting it. <laughs> Have we entertained the possibility? And f- stop me if I'm going crazy here. <laughs> and the manager's like, go on. Continue. What if she's a vampire? Oh fuck! Oh fuck! So can't take a photo. Not over. a chair. A person of the dead. 
A, a, a person of the dead, indeed. A Dracula, mm. if you will. A, dr- a Dracula? You're saying this woman is Dracula? No, 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 she's a Dracula. <laughs> oh, he's a, there's many Draculas. It's many Draculas, but what, the perfect cover is to be like, oh, just use my old photo, you know, from before yeah. she was a Dracula. But, oh, before, oh, so she, there was a point in her life where she wasn't a Dracula. Within the last four years, she's become a Dracula, is what I'm saying. Mm. That's interesting, you know? Buffy. That is interesting. Well done. Um, <laughs> that reference is wasted on me. <laughs> <laughs> the chair ended up being the focal point of the license because it was the last photo taken and saved to Dodd's file. The Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security told the news that the photo was taken accidentally. No fucking shit. Dodd said they she wasn't upset. security involved in this. <laughs> the boys with the sunglasses, full suits. They just flip on their their uh, their badges and they're just like, "We came here. We heard there's a chair. Picture of a chair. Let, let us in. We want to see the info." <laughs> they just come in, fire a bunch of rounds into the chair, and say, no, "We're done here." <laughs> no, they walk in behind the chair, take out a knife, and slice the chair across. <laughs> we're so done. Poor <laughs> <laughs> get out of here and he just looks around you didn't see that. <laughs> turn the camera off <laughs> turn, turn the camera off turn, turn it off bro turn it off um, so Don said as she said eh, she wasn't upset by the mistake um, instead she said it lightened the mood amongst the whole pandemic and provided her and her co-workers with a few laughs a few how many did they get out of it um, my boss thinks it's funnier than anyone Don said I was at work Friday and he pointed to a chair outside of his office and was like I thought this was you I waved at it this morning oh fuck Oh, you've been. I'd have him up for fucking workplace harassment. That is outrageous. He was thinking of that joke for a week before he said it. <laughs> he was writing drafts. No, that's <laughs> like, not fucking right. Oh, no, that's a couch. That's not going to work. No, it has to be a fucking chair. Come on. Do I bring a chair Come from on, home? John. Is that what I do? Come on. Do I bring a chair? Do we have chairs at work? And he's like lying beside his wife. She's like, just go to bed, John. Do we have chairs at work? I've forgotten everything. Do we have chairs? <laughs> have I ever sat is, down before in my life? What? And this is like Thursday night, Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the she's coming in tomorrow, Susan. I need this to be a good one. Okay. Uh, and then he had like a whole scenario planned, and then she got in. And he just panicked and was like, "I thought that was you in the chair." Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Oh. Shit. I mean, actually, not too bad. Oh. Oh, oh, I waved at it. Oh, saved it. John, you've done it again. And then, like, and then he We've reads roasted. the paper later. It's like, oh, she told the news about my joke. <laughs> um, she posted the photo to Facebook on August, uh, on August 10th. And as of Wednesday, it's been shared more than 19,000 times. Um, For a second, I thought you were just going to say 19. <laughs> She has been saved shared ten times through her friends and family. Um, she received her new license on Monday without the chair, so she might be hovering in the new one. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, look, we can either have you or the chair in the photo. <laughs> the chair's too big a presence. We can't have the two of you in it. It'll just overpower you. Just so, like it's it's just not fair on the chair. No, it's it's brought a lot to the system. It's brought a lot to the place. I just think it'd be it's brought nice a lot to the table. 
It's got a broad, it brought a lot to the table. For example, us, when we have our lunch. It brings a lot to the table. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. <clears throat> and this is Florida Man, Sean. Um, we're hitting Florida already, we are. We're hitting... F- well, I have one more, if you'd like. I have a nice robbery that I was going to do, but then I thought against it. It's only a small one, and it's it's quite small, but I just like the idea of... Well, let's we'll go give to it Ottawa a laugh. first. We'll go to Ottawa, Ottawa first. Canada. It's, it's a, accused Ottawa bank robber, bank robber, followed COVID-19 protocols, police say. What? What a nice man. What a nice man he was. Ottawa police... <laughs> Ottawa police say a man accused of robbing a bank on Rideau Street last week followed physical distancing protocols before allegedly slipping the teller a note. Police said they were called around 11.30am on Friday. Long weekend for everyone. That's what we like to see. That's a sound man robbing it. it, And it's nice half 11 as well because... Everyone's already in, and by about ten, they're saying, "Ah, there's no robberies today, lads. Look, looks like we're in for the full, the full eight hours." But then, <laughs> do you think half do eleven, every nice surprise. <laughs> every day in That's the bank, it's about half ten. No robberies today, lads. Well done. We've done it again. If I worked, if I worked in a bank, if I worked in a bank, I would go up to everyone and just be like, "Jens, feel like we might get robbed today." You know, like, fucking <laughs> lads. Nice, nice long weekend. Just, just grabbing their shirts. Are you going to rob this bank? No. Are you going to rob this bank? I'm seven. Are you going to rob this bank? Yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking take them away, boys. <laughs> Nobody else there. Um, police said that they were called at around 11.30am on Fridays. On reports, a man had passed a note to a teller demanding cash. He left, he left with an undisclosed amount before police arrived. Police said the suspect waited in line outside the bank, per the protocols, for 45 minutes before making <laughs> the alleged demand once inside. <laughs> That's so good. Now, do you think this is genuine care, or he got there and was just like, "Fuck, I forgot about this." It'll look more suspicious if I walk straight. Exactly. If I just burst in, it's gonna just—it's gonna ruin everything. And he'd already brought the mask. To be fair, I'm—I'm here for the money. I'm not here for any sort of illnesses. Like I'm—I'm still—I'm gonna look out for everyone. I have my mask. Have my social distancing. I just need the money. See, if I get sick, there's no way I'm enjoying that money to its fullest. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. I can't get sick. I'm after robbing a bank. Jesus, you want to be safe if you're doing it. Um, do you think outside he was making small talk with people for 45 minutes? Just like, Jesus, terrible weather. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Friday Fucking morning. Crazy times busy. we're living in, isn't it? Crazy times. Oh, always busy around Friday mornings. What, what else would you be doing, I suppose? Or, yeah, sure, nobody knows what in before the weekend. <laughs> before the weekend, you're dead right. You're around these days. And through the masks, how do you feel? Oh, sure, I'm the same. I'm the same, yeah. Anyway, so I'll leave you to it there now. I have to pull out my gun. Um, oh no, said the quiet it, part out loud. Oh, oh, is is Tracy on the fucking till today? Oh, geez, she is. Oh, she she's she. That's the one I'm aiming for to rob. Wait, what? No, I'm I'm taking a withdrawal, a withdrawal out, a withdrawal oh, from uh, everyone's Tracy. account. I mean, shit. from everyone's oh. account. Um, how much do you have in your account? Ten grand. Oh, ten grand. Does that look nice? Does that be nice? Okay. Oh, no. Does that get me home in the evenings? 
<laughs> but, but yeah, uh, Davis Morris, who's 60 years old, is facing one count of robbery and appearing in court on Sunday. Uh, the suspect was arrested a short time later without incident after the robbery. But it, once he, he waited for 45 minutes outside, walked calmly up to the cash, up to the till, and just would have dropped the note and was like, I'm robbing this place. So, I've <laughs> waited is- 45 fucking minutes. I've I've earned this. I've earned this, lads. The line out there is massive. Two in, two out. I just don't like it. Crazy. He starts the conversation again. Terrible weather. Crazy times we're living in. <laughs> anyway, here's a note there now. Here's a note. Read that there now before you start. <laughs> and he keeps making small talk because he's handing the note over. Just you, you <laughs> throw a glance at that there, and I'll I'll just look. Sure, you don't know. You don't know what what it's going to end up like, do you? Yeah, just, just fuck it. I'm just, I'm, I'm worried. I am. Wor- I actually know I have a gun. Um, I would be worried if I was you as well. To be uh, fair, because I'm the actually virus. going to kill you. Yeah, I'll shoot. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the virus. Um, okay, we are now going to Florida, Sean, and three words that nobody wants to hear: drunk Florida man. Um, so anything could drunk happen. Florida man. Drunk Florida man drives lawnmower on the highway, deputies say. A Florida man who admittedly had maybe a little too much to drink, in his own words, was caught on dash camera video riding a lawnmower down the highway, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies say they caught Paul Burke of Fort McCoy driving, a ride, or driving the ride-on lawnmower in the middle of Highway 316 on Wednesday. Video provided by the department shows Burke slurring his words and admitting that he had been drinking, although he never quantifies exactly how much he had. Um, At first, Burke said he had had a couple, but when asked again by the deputy, he again replies, I'm not going to lie to you, officer, and later says, I have maybe had a little too much to drink tonight, he said. Okay, so we're continuing the trend here of Florida man. His new tactic is just confess. Just straight up, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I have drank a little bit before I went on my lawnmower driving down the highway. But in my defence, the grass yeah. on that highway is fucking gone. It's, <laughs> you look at that highway, tell me one piece of grass that I missed. You can't. You can't. There's no, there's no grass on that highway. I've done every oh, bit of it. How fast would you get up on a ride on lawnmower, do you think? Uh, maybe 30 miles per hour? Maybe? 30? Think you could do 30? Maybe, tw- maybe 30 kilometres an hour, not miles. Maybe 20 miles per hour? May- yeah, I don't... I'd love if you had, like, a really good one. Oh, like a top-of-the-line, like, uh, like a Husqvarna, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Is that a type of ride on lawnmower? I think so. They make chainsaws okay. and shit. I figure they okay, make well, lawnmowers. I'm not going to argue with you. You seem to know a lot about this. Is this you? <laughs> um, it is, yeah. Um, but this is the bit. Now, Burke had said he had maybe had a little too much to drink. Now, the bit that really, I think, has incriminated him is his next sentence. And now, this, he says, Burke said he had just left his home and then was asked what he was doing. He said, I was driving to my home so his story Mm. is that he left his house to drive back to his house well to cut the grass along the way Connor we've established (laughs) this surely so he left his house to go home is what he's told the officers which I think might be an oxymoron 
Ma- well, let's not throw more on into this. Kind of. Okay, let's I don't want to put that on the man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Isn't this strikingly similar to the Adam Sandler film The Waterboy? I think it might be, yes. Which is also a Florida man riding on a lawnmower at high speed. We should have known. We should have seen it coming from that movie from 1999. Ah, sure, look, it affects the youths these days, movies. (laughs) According to the footage, the deputy tries to get Burke to perform a field sobriety test, but Burke says he can't complete the exercise because he's been drinking too much. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is an instant fail on the test. (laughs) Look, mate, I cannot say the alphabet backwards. I'm fucking pissed. How many times do I have to tell you here, officer? I've been drinking and driving. I'm absolutely riddled with alcohol. I don't know what you're missing here. I know I've been driving, but I'm pissed. I think think that's a get-out-of-jail-free card, isn't it? (laughs) I can't do them. I'm too drunk. And then the deputy said, so I'm going to ask you one more time if you want to do these exercises. And Burke replied, no, sir, not at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's very respectful while he's like I will be law. able to do them give me 12 hours and a good sleep cup of coffee I'll fucking nail that exercise boy I'll, pa- I'll pass with flying colours but right now no 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 but also I'll be very hungover so I might also still fail but I might have a better shot than now but you get me a bacon sandwich with that coffee and we'll talk <laughs> Then I'll I'll give you some of my attention. But at the moment, you're not giving me a good deal, officer. I'm to no deal for me. I'm out. (laughs) Work with me here, officer. (laughs) And he's doing the hands. Work with me here. I'm helping you. You're helping me. (laughs) I love Florida, man. <laughs> um, he was arrested on a DUI charge, um, and they have said that driving a lawnmower in the middle of a road where the speed limit is 55 miles per hour is dangerous and illegal, and being drunk into the mix, and it can become fatal. They said on a Facebook post. I knew I, I had to say that post because none of us were going to read it because it was on Facebook. That's true. I don't think I've logged into Facebook in quite some time. I, I still have my computer that it automatically goes into Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Podbean, just for the podcast stuff. Oh, um, really? And it, whenever I open my Google page, like the three of them just come up, I've set it up like that, and immediately Facebook gets cancelled out of every single time. Just close that right away. <laughs> no need for you. Um, okay, we're finishing off weird news this week with Florida man lived in a Tampa Bay area stadium's luxury suite for over two weeks before he was arrested, police say. A, a stadium luxury... Suite. Sweet. Yes. A stadium? He's, he was living in the stadium of the Tampa Bay Rowdy Soccer Club. Oh, fuck, is, is it because sport isn't on? The place was just empty. Yes. genius stadiums are empty and they've got luxury suites and so So, the Tampa Bay Rowdy Soccer Club nobody's going to watch any matches you might as well stay there that's true I mean look no one's using it lads so why not let them in yeah 
Um, so, a man in Florida allegedly stole up to $1,200 of merchandise and food while living in the luxury suite of a Tampa Bay soccer stadium for over two weeks. Daniel Albert Albert Neha, 39, was arrested earlier this week when an employee of the Al Lang Stadium found blankets in the luxury suite. Um, Nia stole up to $1,000 worth of merchandise from the team, from the team's store, Ooh. as well as $200 worth of food items, according to the police. I mean, now it's thievery. Up until then, it was simple breaking and entering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it somehow reminds me of, like, I Am Legend or something. Like, where he just has a whole empty stadium that probably has hundreds of shops. Like, all around it. And there's merchandise stores in the... St- and he's just, like, living in the stadium. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah because it is weirdly post-apocalyptic. Just, like... He's oh, by himself to- in the whole stadium. He has the whole... Like, a, a place that can seat hundreds of thousands of people. And he's just wandering around. <laughs> Um, he he got into the merchandise store and was wearing a bunch of team merchandise when he was arrested. <laughs> Keep it all on your person. That way, when they arrest you, they have to give it he back. has like a little flag. He's got a little flag, a little hat that spins around, and he's wearing like fourteen jerseys. <laughs> yeah, it's like that video of like it's like an old school YouTube video, and it's a dude, and he's just putting on larger and larger shirts. Yeah, that's how this guy. He's looks. like. <laughs> He's home kit, away kit, training kit, third alternative kit. Retro <laughs> like, kit. Ki- retro kit. I've got all the kits from the store. <laughs> Cost me nothing. Using surveillance footage, police determined that Nea had been living in the luxury suite since July 26th. Nea was arrested shortly after officers got to the stadium, according to Fernandez. While, in the, while the officers were there, one of the employees spotted him and went into the stadium. And officers caught up with him right outside the stadium, and he was wearing the same clothing and everything. Nea was arrested on charges of third-degree felony burglary and a first-degree misdemeanor, 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 misdemeanor of resisting an officer without violence, and his bond is currently at five thousand dollars. It's not clear whether he has legal representation at this time. Fernandez said that something as usual as this would not happen under normal circumstances. It's very unusual. It's the sort of thing that would probably only happen during the global bastard, which I mean, surely that goes without saying, because people would be playing in the stadium if not. Oh yeah, this could only happen in a situation where literally no one was there. (laughs) Which then technically... Like, this is remind me that there's stadiums all around the world that are empty that you could just live in for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Matt, like, you could just. I mean, look, you'd have a lot of space to run around. A lot of concrete. If you wanted to stay fit, there's even a bit of grass area. You could be a garden. There's probably a gym somewhere in a stadium, isn't there? I'd say there's a gym somewhere. You've got lovely road frontage. Um, you've got loads of parking. I mean, it's great stuff. That's true. And, like, I know, um, like, Croke Park here in Ireland, they have a restaurant and everything in there. Yeah, Croke Park is, uh, I think, what, 84,000, I think? Might be 18,000. So 80,000, at least. It's pretty big. So, and also, if you went there, it's just pubs. There would be gallons upon gallons of Guinness if you wanted it. Just sitting there in kegs. 
you're, you're, <laughs> I, can, I can hear your mouth just like sitting there sitting in the there, cakes. Waiting for it, lads. <laughs> waiting for the sweet, sweet sup. <laughs> oh, the sup. That first sup as it dances on your tongue. <laughs> Do you work for Guinness? Oh, I wish. I wish, man. <laughs> I w- <laughs> um, so yeah this Florida man decided that living in a stadium was going to be worth his while and he decided to get a whole new outfit of team merchandise so why not I mean it, when in Rome or when in a stadium dress as everyone now, in the stadium does this stadium only seats 7,000 people so that means that you have Wembley say in London You've got Croke Park here in Ireland. You've got stadiums all around the world that can seat over 50,000, 60,000 people. They're all empty. I bet their shops are even better. Like, and their merchandise stores are even bigger on, say, on site. Oh, they'd be stocked up, yeah. Stocked up to the gills, Sean. I think we were missing out. I'm not saying this man shouldn't have done this. I'm saying we should all take it upon ourselves to maybe stake claim for a stadium of your own. And once you stay claim, then it's yours. They can't actually take it from you. Yeah, I mean, surely there's, like, enough stadiums for everyone in the world, isn't there? <laughs> there is. You might get a little shitty one, but you'll get a stadium. You'll get a stadium. And isn't that really what what everyone wants? I got a field. Damn it. Just stand in a farmer's field. Fuck's sake. With, like, uh, two jumpers rolled up as goalposts. <laughs> I was on holidays when it was picked. This is bollocks. This is shit, lads. I'm going home. <laughs> um, but, Sean, that is it for this week's uh, Weird News Wednesdays. What a week of Weird News Wednesdays it was. Yes. All the W's. I'm trying a new thing. <laughs> um, do you want... Do you want, Alliteration is the way to people's hearts. Do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you, as always, goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, or there's a link in the description to that if you're interested. It's a great way to support the show. Everyone uh, who supports us over there, thank you all so, so much. Um, The best way, however, that you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. We're also on Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast, Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast, Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. And you can email us, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think it is. So uh, I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.